Hi, Onyx fam. Welcome to the Onyx Life, where change comes with challenge. My name is Marcel. And I'm Rita. Every episode, we take you on a journey, moving you from the struggle life to the Onyx life, creating happy homes and financial empires. Today, we're going to be talking about Rita in the hot seat. What? Ten questions. I demand that you answer. All right, so... Rita's in the hot seat today, guys. You know, sometimes you just got to put your partner in check and just ask them, ask them some random questions. Just catch them off guard because you know what? You got to keep them on their toes because, you know, I don't know. I don't know about you, Rita. You might be slipping. Well, I do. You know what? I actually agree with you because I think people evolve and change as they get older and as you've been married long. For us, it will be 20, it's 20 years this year that we've been married and mm-hmm. essentially have known each other because we got married, you know, the same year. Yeah, right. So, you know, I think asking my 18-year-old self versus now, you know, is going to be a big difference. It, it sure is. So these are 10 questions that, you know, I might have asked Rita before, but, you know, ain't no harm in asking her again and just evaluating. Where are you at in this relationship, Rita? Now, Rita is probably like, what do you, this sounds so strange because I never call her Rita. I always call her Hun or, you know, throughout the years I've had uh, nicknames for her. But that just shows you how serious I am. You are Rita today. And I have 10 questions for you, starting with what is the ideal number of minutes or hours? that you think a couple should spend communicating each day? Oh, well, for me, I think I would like 24-7. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Because I don't know. I don't even know if I should be asking you this question or whether I should be asking the audience this question. Because, you know, I mean... Like sometimes a man just doesn't have all the words that a woman has. Right. I need some people on my side to just kind of clarify this, to just, you know, set the record straight. Just because I may not have as much words as Rita does not mean she loves me more. That's all I'm trying to say. (laughs) I'm just trying to set the record straight. Just because (laughs) you can speak more and you have more to say. It does not mean you love me more. (laughs) I just want to talk about the other day when we were in the car and I decided that I was going to, you know, be quiet. Let Merthel see what it's like. (laughs) I just drank some apple juice. I was about to spit it out. (laughs) I decided I was going to be quiet. This was hilarious. And I was going to be like, you know, let him miss what you know me talking because he's always saying that i want him to talk too much so i was quiet (laughs) and there was like silence and we were in the car running errands for at least a few hours and it was just silence and i'm like oh really okay i'm gonna stay silent (laughs) finally read the seething and like (laughs) yeah what's going on i'm getting angrier by the second (laughs) and i'm just sitting here like Wow, I'm just enjoying this. Do, 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 do. I start whistling. I'm yeah. just like, you know, just enjoying the peace and quiet. <laughs> My mind is wandering all over the place. I did not even like. You didn't even notice. I, I noticed, but it was like, oh, we're having a quiet day today. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's turn on the radio. Let's, oh, you know, man. let's do some music, you know. Well, finally, I was just like, 
oh, so I guess you didn't notice. And he was like, notice what? I was like, I've been being quiet. And he was like, what? I was just moving on with my day. I thought we were having a great day. And guys, I just, I had to laugh. I just started laughing. It really was funny though. (laughs) It really was funny. So, but, but ideally, I think it depends on the personality. I think it depends on just the rhythm of the couple. You know, if mm-hmm. you have two people who are talkative, then or the day, because you the, know, I can talk, time. I can talk, but right. it just depends on the day. I get into like my and moods. the topic because you're a right. talker, but it depends on the topic. I get into my moods where I just want to kind of like chill and just like yeah. have my mind literally on nothing, like not even like on anything. Just well, my just cousin, blah 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 blah. My, <laughs> like, my cousin, like if you got a taste of what was in my head, it would sound like. Blah, 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 Duh, oh boy! Duh, duh, duh. Like it would be nothing. It wouldn't be. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's not like I'm sitting there, sitting there thinking about something. I'm zoning out. I'm watching TV. I'm watching a team, sport team, or like, you know what I mean. I'm just zoning out. I'm I'm not necessarily thinking about anything. Well, my cousin sent me this um, text today, and this is the second time she sent it. I told her, you know, you should start like a family group chat because we have one in our family, and it just. It's on all day, you know, all night. We're just communicating and talking about everything, mm-hmm. business, um, stuff on TV, on TV or the Internet and um, asking someone to get this. It's just it's a it's just like a whole just litany of texts. Anyway, I like that because I get to stay in contact with my family and stuff. But she's tried it like twice now. And both times her parents were like, someone take me off this feed. It's too much. (laughs) (laughs) So she sent me another one today going, start a family text, they said. They said it would be fun. And she goes, and by they, she means me. And I guess that didn't work. So it all depends, I think, on the relationship. For Mm -hmm. us, I don't think we need to be texting and communicating all day because we work from home. So we just need some peace and some space which you know i know that you you get a lot every now and then i just yeah. go in the car and i just go driving yeah. and listening to and music I, and stuff. i for for you know just so everyone knows i don't usually bother him during that time it's not that he's angry or anything he's just going out in his car and taking a nice drive running right. his errands getting whatever he gets. sometimes i just want to get in the porsche and just go speeding and, and, just, and then just, what no not speeding really oh okay and then and then really like speeding no listening speeding. to the radio and like you know stuff and sometimes i will institute you know like a no knock time like no one knock on the door or text me for like an hour yeah just Rita's give having me peace. her time just yeah. give me peace so that's my yeah. answer but re- but honestly like rita she knows her role she is my entertainer she's my personal entertainer <laughs> she comes up with the greatest stories mm-hmm. she's constantly having something to say we all love her it's not she's just not my entertainer she's a whole family's entertainer we gather around her like she's tv and she just like <laughs> comes up with these conversations and we love it so yeah so i i agree i i would agree i'd say that um each couple kind of has to know what their rhythm is and you know how they they communicate and, you know, when they get in their moods, you right, know, and they right. get into their their flavor. So anyhow, Rita, second question. What would you define as cheating? Well, that can be deep. But in general, I define cheating as there, there's many layers to it. Clearly, there's physical cheating. Right. You know, you've committed adultery, you know, and, you know, you've done something physical with someone else. But I also define cheating as you start to spend um, secret time or, you know, this is the thing. It's not about the length of time. 
because you could have a work partner mm-hmm. and talk to them for a long time. It doesn't mean that it is cheating. And that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering, like, does it have to be secret time? What if it's right in front of your partner? Like, what if... But it's secret. Oh, oh, d- but, like but what, they don't know. Exactly. So, yeah, like, what, yeah. what if my working relationship with somebody mm-hmm. that I know is right in front of you, but you don't know how I feel about them? Right. And so it's... Yeah, so that's just cheating I don't know about. So it's when you develop feelings not attraction because attraction can come and go attraction okay. does not necessarily mean cheating okay because we cannot help who we are attracted to but it's what you act on so i feel like you know it's when you develop certain feelings and then act on it because it's not just attraction when if you do start to just say you know what i really like being around this person you know mm-hmm. and not in a friendly sort of way but you know you're attracted to them you're right. starting to develop feelings and then you can if you don't stop it right there and you keep it going then i would say okay now we're getting into like emotional affair here right. and you know i think those are just as dangerous we've all read the studies those are just as dangerous as an as a physical affair right. it reminds me of that married to medicine um episode oh, yeah, with, the with guy that guy that and his, give like, up his friend, friend right you know yeah so. we had talked about that before but right. i mean i just think that i think it's so important to listen to your partner There has been times in my relationship with Rita and Rita with me where Rita has had to kind of say, Merthel, I think that person likes you. Or I had to say, hun, I think this guy is too into you. Right. And we had to like kind of check each other to just say, listen, you know, you may not be noticing this, but I think that that Facebook post was a little bit too far. Oh, yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? Or this person, why are they all up on like? It doesn't matter that you're the pastor. Like, why are they all up? Like, you know, why are they calling? This or- used to happen a lot to us when we were um, pastoring a church. It just seemed like there were people who would constantly cross the line with with um, with Merthel and sometimes me. And they just I don't know if it was because they're like, maybe this is a challenge. I don't know. I just don't see it happening as often now. Well, we don't really go anywhere, you know. Well, yeah, we but work I mean, from home. When we and... go to church, I don't. It doesn't. I don't see yeah, it. Yeah, but we don't really mingle. You know what I mean? Like we go to church and then we just listen to the sermon and then we go home. You well, know, I guess so you're right. there's not a lot of opportunity for that to happen now that we're no longer, you know, dwelling anywhere per se. You know, we're 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 kind of homebodies now. So, but with this question, I think that sometimes you have to really. Take a look at what your partner's saying. Not sometimes. You actually do. You Absolutely. And depending on your partner, because sometimes a partner can be very paranoid. And you right, got to right. know, you know. Right. And so that's why I go back to my original statement. Sometimes you got to yeah. <laughs> um, assess what your partner is saying. Because if they are saying this person is acting inappropriate or I think there is something there, then you have to really assess that situation. And also, if your partner says to you, you know, I think that you might be developing something towards someone. Right. You know? And, you know, you really have to check yourself and listen. I think the worst is when the other person will not listen. Right. You know? And I just, I I think that me and you have a pretty good track record of checking the other person and being aware and being able to, like, voice that to each other. I think we have a good track record. And I think that... In time, even if we didn't listen completely to that other person, because we kind of felt like, nah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. In time, it always proved itself. It proves itself, yeah. You know, so, yeah. Anyhow, Rita, number three. If 
I cheated on you, what would you do? Would you ever forgive me? Like, ever? Yes. Yay. But uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to really be uh, like it's done. It's over. Continuous cheating. Mm-hmm. While I would pray and ask, you know, God for the help to forgive you, I would not necessarily be in the same house with you. I would not, you would not be in my life, you know, until Mm -hmm. you stopped. Right. So while I could still even forgive you when you are sorry, because, and I, and I know that people say, oh, well, you can forgive even if he's not sorry. And I understand. So I don't mean like, you know, true forgiveness. But what I mean is like having a, a relationship and mm-hmm. starting over, stuff like that, you know, it only can come once you acknowledge what you did. Right. So it's almost going back to the the uh, podcast that we talked about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness starts in your own heart. So what you're saying right. is, is that you would forgive me in your own heart. Right. But reconciliation could never take place until you saw a change, a complete change in, in my behavior. Mm-hmm. And I demonstrated that I was sorry, basically. And the reason why I would forgive um, is because... Like I've said before, I feel that we have to really understand that the problems you have with one person, you will get something either similar or the exact same problem all over again with someone else. And we've had friends who, we've had friends who, for example, have left their husband for, you know, smoking marijuana, for cheating and doing all sorts of things. And then the next person that they're with does the exact same thing. But this person, now they push through to forgive. Right. This person, they push through to say, you know what? We're going to work on I'm this. I'm going to work on this. And it's just like, but, but what, what about your husband who was the actual father of your children? Right. So, And that's what really, really is a challenge because you're pushing through for this other person and your children are suffering because the ones that they, the person that they would want you to have pushed through with was your husband or your wife. That was their mother or father. That's right. who they would really want you to forgive and push through because it keeps their it keeps their home together. And so. Right. I haven't seen a lot of people happy with just up and leaving. I have not seen that. I've seen some people who are happy now after they go through the pain and the trial of forgiveness and reconciliation. And I've seen that really be a great track record so that would be something that i would definitely um hope that i would be forgiving but i mean like would you go after the girl like no that's stupid or would you like would you like come after me that is so well see i might want to attack you for sure (laughs) but i mean the girl i think you've attacked me for less i probably have those were the old those are the good old days the good old days um Uh, no but seriously i that is stupid to me when people start going after the person right that's like that's so dumb you know go after your man or your woman who's the one that's actually going stepping out stepping out right that other person don't even acknowledge them they're nothing to you they're nothing i agree you know so no i wouldn't do that that's that's just dumb i agree i would i would hold you accountable that's for sure um and i would forgive you i would i have to forgive you like i can't i can't really see my life without you i would have to forgive you i think that there possibly could be worse things that takes place in a relationship cheating is definitely one of the hard hard ones but there might even be some other violations that oh, could, there's so many that violations could cut but even with, harder. But with cheating, man, it opens you up to so much. You I know. know, there's disease. 
there is, you know, possibly getting the, the other person pregnant. Right. Or if you're the woman cheating, you getting pregnant by someone else. Mm. You know, wow. there are people who become obsessed when you want to like break it off. Right. And then know? they killed the partner because yes. now they're thinking you were supposed to be with me. There's just so many problems. Way too many you know, unsolved mysteries I've watched. Dateline. Dateline. All that stuff. A lot of it. If it's not about money, it's about cheating. Right. So, and it mm -mm. always, why is it that it always goes hand in hand, sex with murder for all the way back to David's date? Like, honestly, it just, these things don't end well. No, they don't. They don't end well. So I really pray that never happens with us. Well, I, I totally agree. Um, so number four, Rita, you know, I'm, and, and you need to answer this one. <laughs> <laughs> How should finances be planned between a couple is it okay to have secret accounts you know i was watching real housewives of potomac i feel like i watch too much stuff because i'm constantly talking about <laughs> what i've watched but i was Lots watching of TV. i was watching real housewives of potomac and the main character karen you know she one of the main characters karen she actually is right now currently her husband is I, I can't say if he's indicted or not but he was charged in with uh tax i don't know if it's fraud, fraud or, or just not paying it i don't know i'm very hesitant to say because i do not want to put say the wrong thing yeah i don't want to say but there's a tax problem right and he owes millions or his company owns millions owes millions and she has a separate account and she says from the time they've been married they've always had separate accounts because he said he always wanted to protect her. Now, I know your question was, should they have a secret account? Right. So all I'm saying is, I hope that people are marrying people that they trust. Yeah, because, with integrity. Like, why is, he, know, why is he keeping it apart? Because he wants to protect her. Like, what is that? Like, almost like you knew you were doing something wrong? Right. And there's another uh, person on the show, um, Monique. She says, well, me and my husband, we always have had a joint account. Always. And that's how you and I have operated. Yeah. I mean, when we were dating, I remember we started our account while we were dating. To save up for like the wedding. To save up stuff. for the wedding yeah. and stuff. So I, can, I can't think of a time where we weren't sharing our expenses. Me either. And a secret account. Well, that no, no, never. Right. Never. For what? Exactly. I remember um, when we were, <laughs> when we really, really, really early in our marriage, I was getting all upset and I'm like, I'm going to open my own account. And I don't know. I think I was trying. I was saying I was going to do that to save to um, just in case because we were so early. But I never followed through with it. No, I was just talking. But for us, we've always had a joint account. I don't believe in secret accounts. I think that that's just opening you up to trouble. Right. And and just the prenups and all those kind of but things. If, if people it's... want. But see, this is this is the thing. I, if people want separate accounts from their spouses, so let's just say, um, you know, you're in your 30s or 40s and you get married, right? And the other person gets married. And you're married. an adult. When and you were an adult. Yeah. I don't see, um, this is just me and I could be wrong. Maybe it would be okay if you guys do open a joint account, but then you also have known accounts that were separate that you might mm -hmm. have had things tied to with business or something else. Just because, and, and it depends. It depends on how fast you got married. Right. You know, if you if, didn't really know the person. Right. 
and things like that. I mean, these are not ideals. I think the ideal is to not have a secret account or or to not have separate accounts. Yeah. But there may be circumstances. Just let's just say your partner, um, you've realized that your partner got into an addiction of gambling. Right. Well, then, you know, you have have to to have have a separate account. In order to protect the family and to protect your finances, let's, or just, let's say, just say your your spouse has to pay child support, right? And you don't want your stuff wrapped up in that, so right. you know you want to. Or like this gentleman separate. that had his business, and you right. want to make sure that you keep your business separate from the other one, and you want right. to keep your partner separate to protect your money. There may be many reasons why yeah. it needs to be separate. So there's, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with having separate accounts if it if there's a reason for it that you both can agree on. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the biggest things is if you both don't agree on it and and one partner wants to and there's no real reason for that to not have it they have not um lost your trust by being a gambler or misusing money or whatever the case may be and you just want it or your partner just wants it then there might be a little bit of trouble and you guys need to really work that out to figure out how you guys are going to get around that because generally speaking i think that it's a good sign when you guys share all your expenses together Mm mm-hmm I would I would say that, you know, how do you guys think Rita is doing with these questions? Because I don't know. I think I'm maybe doing awesome. Maybe I'll trip her up with this one. Awesome. OK, well, how about this? Can you avoid flirting, Rita? If someone attractive flirts with you when I'm not around? <laughs> That's an obvious one. <laughs> what do you mean? Can you avoid it? There's nothing compelling you to do it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. You just don't. Do it. Yeah, but you smile a lot. Like, I find that you're like a smile. Oh, my goodness. You know, you've been accusing me of that for years. <laughs> years. I remember way back in the day when I was working at Barnes & Noble. Oh, I see you smiling at your customers. Of course. I'm friendly. Do you want me to be miserable? I hate going into a shop and the person acts like, you know, they're doing me a favor by, you know, by checking out my stuff or, you mm-hmm. know, waiting on me at a table. Like, I hate that. I like to be friendly and smile and i don't think that i don't think that we are beyond flirting with other people i don't think that we are perfect and beyond that and but i do generally think that me and you tend to not do that we 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 generally tend to be very good at being you know respectful Mm -hmm. and things like that but but i do believe that something happens when a man and a woman get into a room and the way that men and women tend to talk to each other is slightly different than that, the way they talk to a man and a man. Right. I, I find certain... that that happens a lot. When I, if I get into the room with a man, I talk a certain way. And mm-hmm. then when I get into a room with a woman, I talk a certain way. Yeah, I've noticed. And I'm not sure. I'm hey, you, you, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I see that with that smile, with that smile. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just see that that happens. But I think most people that know me um, just knows that generally I'm not a I'm not a, a flirter at all. You know, I just I tend to just, you know, yeah, but present. I think a lot of flirts would say that I'm not a flirt. You know, I'm not saying you are. I'm just right, saying I right. think that You're it right. takes someone outside to kind of That's observe. True. I agree. And I don't I don't really see you as a flirt. Right. I see you as talking to women differently, but not necessarily as a flirt, more like. Not as rough, not as, you know, um, right. not as blunt, just, you know, a little bit more gentle. Not that women need it. You know, we're strong, <laughs> whatever. But, you know, I'm just saying I kind of put on my sports, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dog? Right. You know, I kind of 
turn that up a little bit with the guys and then with the girls i kind of turn you know a little bit more attentive it's just like you know you're just as women a lot of us are taught don't be shrill and don't be the b word you know right but i find that I just get more things done when I can just be myself and just be blunt and just talk to people. But I do try to, um, when I'm talking to really anybody, I do try to, you know, have a smile and pleasant right. pleasantries and stuff. But I think that if you know that you've been, or this person who's attractive is like around you, and I think it'd be better that you, minimal, that you, uh, just, you know, cut off or cut down on the chatter with them. That's what I do. Because if, if there's somebody that is attractive and they, let's just say they tend to be making that kind of known in, in a way, I tend to just making become what, even... Making what kind of known? That they're attracted to That they to are you? attracted to me. Oh, oh okay. If, if I get a sense like that, I tend to just like really put on the the diplomatic, you know, talk and just end it you know be more short whatever and that's that's out of respect well i think it calls for people to be observant because some people like to deny that that's happening you know and they'll just keep it going because they don't want to say or mm -hmm. admit that this person is being flirtatious right but at the end of the day like when somebody's attracted to you it makes you feel good it's a it's a it's, it's an ego, ego boost. boost right it's an ego boost so it's just like you just have to be really mindful that that can happen to you. You're not above it. And I personally tend to uh, try to be more diplomatic because out of respect for Rita, out of respect for my relationship, because I know that I would never do anything to violate the relationship. But I definitely don't even want to send a message to somebody so that somebody feels that they have something over Rita or something or Rita would feel like that that you know disrespected by anything so you just have to be really mindful to respect your relationship i remember one day and i don't even know if you're going to remember this but i remember one day i don't know why we were in this restaurant but we went into this restaurant and mm -hmm. it was i think it was a cold day i had my big black coat on i had my big ugly snow boots on and i was just looking like a mess and i walk in and this woman she has her little cocktail dress on and she she basically ignores me and she starts chatting you up about um, what they offer and it was just she was over the top flirtatious and i know that i when we got back to the car i was like did you notice that because we didn't end up eating there mm -hmm. and now i know i said previously that i think it's dumb to go after the person who Mm -hmm. you know, was trying to get with your man or your woman. But during that time, though, I did feel like slapping her. And I <laughs> and I, it's not because I was like, do you stay away from my man? It was you more know, like, I you're going to disrespect me like that? Oh, I, now I just feel like slapping. I him. think I remember that we were searching for a place to eat. And I remember we both came out of the car. Yes. You know what I'm talking about that day? I think I do. I think her name was Becky. Yes. <laughs> Yes, her name was Becky. And, I remember that. Yes. I do. And Because uh, I remember you were, you were kind of heated, and I was like scared that you'd go back and make a scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that side of me anymore. Right. Well, <laughs> hmm. Yeah. You answered that one, but let's see. About number six. How much do you trust me, Rita? If I told you to jump off a tall cliff, 
and I told you that you would land safely because there is this net that you can't see from all the way up there. Would you blindly trust me and jump? No. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Why have I not proven myself to you that I it's love about, you? <laughs> <laughs> it's not about your words. You know what it's really about? It's what? just that you're the type of person that to that to, would make you jump off a cliff and die no oh my no, goodness no what you, <laughs> let me explain you're the type of person that would go back and as i'm falling go oh no 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 i meant the other side or oh wait a minute you know what i think it might be just 10 feet short or you're the type to go back and go oops you know not because you you weren't sure about it at the time mm. but you're the type to say oh you know what I thought you meant something else. And then me like an idiot jumps. I thought you said ump, not jump. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, didn't you say lump? You know, whatever it is. I I trust you. Rita, no, I said lump. (laughs) What are you doing? No, poor Rita. (laughs) (laughs) No, I really do trust your words. I do. I, I think that you would never put me in a situation that was dangerous. But at the same time, um, you know, it's all in the details. <laughs> <laughs> so my love for you and your trust for me is all in the details. Well, you There's know, like this fine print where okay, I might let you jump to your death. Put it this way. In the fine print. Do you feel that you're, you're, okay, let's just take one of our children who you know has an attention span. <laughs> Sometimes it's very short. And you know she would never lead you into harm. Right. Never. No, she loves But you. if she told you to jump off that building would you i'd probably ask another one of my children if there it's actually <laughs> you, a net there you would like, ask is the one that, that pays strong a, enough you would ask the one that pays attention to details i'd be like and i'm not saying honey, you're you're as bad as, as that person that we're talking about maybe she you're get not. maybe she's a chip off the old block but you're the type that would be in your phone and just like uh-huh uh-huh and then be like wait what did you ask me and i'm already off the roof already but you know what i think that i think that when it comes to our children there might be a couple that I would probably second guess. Of course. I know. I would too. It's like split and half. I'd have to, and I'd have to validate whether or not, you know, the veracity of this net. Yeah. We'd have to have a consensus here. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I, I really, I, I would jump. If you told me to jump, I would jump. If the day was a good day. Like if you weren't angry with me that day. <laughs> because I don't I don't know. Like maybe that day is just like I'm angry with him. Jump! Oh no! Oh my god! Why did I do that? Oh, honey, I'm sorry. I'll miss you. That's a shame. That's a shame. (laughs) No, no. I would never. I would. I, 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 I totally trust. No, you wouldn't. I know you. You would say, "Hun, are you sure?" No, but hun, are you sure? But what did you see? Are you sure, hun? You would ask me ten thousand questions before that happened. Hey, I like my life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how you're doing. I'm just trying to assess whether, you know, this is, uh, you know, whether you're answering these questions completely accurate or not. But um, I don't know. We must we must move on. Number number seven, Rita. Do you think past relationship secrets should always be kept hidden? Like, I mean, like when you're you know, getting into a relationship, should you keep some stuff back from the person that you're about to marry? Did you keep something back from me? Like what? You mean from a past relationship? Yeah, like a past relationship. Is it necessary for your husband or your wife to know 
some situations in a past relationship or should you like keep those secret like ah that's a really hard one and for me it's really simple because i really didn't have i really didn't date anybody before you you know Mm -hmm. so it's really simple for me but like i'm just thinking about people i think it all depends for example i have seen um evidence of people say okay so you had sex with this person what did you do how many times what positions all those things Mm -hmm. is that really necessary for your husband or your your wife to know to get all the the, all the details details? in their head i don't think so you know relationship secrets i just i don't know it's like if it's not relevant to this relationship i don't think that you need to jump and tell them i think eventually as you know as you have years on the relationship and you know that maybe the person what would be the point could at that handle? point in time? I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> what would be the point? I, I don't know. Them? You ran out. You run out of things to say. I'm sorry. After like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is, well, first of all, I'd just like to make a disclaimer that I have shared everything with you, and I never held back anything. And that, and I agree. That's probably because I had a very uncomplicated relationship history. I can't imagine what I would feel like if I didn't have an uncomplicated relationship history. I, I'm not quite sure. I think people. I'd like to scared. answer this question based on principle as opposed to my experience. I, I, yeah. I imagine I would be extremely scared to share anything. But I think that we generally will tend to feel as though whatever we have done is not so important for the other person to know. And so we will we won't put value on that. But what if that thing that you have, like one person would like if we had this conversation with 100 people, I guarantee you 100 people would have different answers over different topics. Like, for instance, um, I would say if you have AIDS, I'd want to know. Well, that's and not that, a relationship secret. No, but there's a, there, but there are some people that would be like, that's none in her business. Like, you know what? That that is my thing to do. What? Like, no, your health. That's not a relationship secret. What I'm saying is, is that all I'm saying is that or I, I had sex with a homosexual before. Like I had sex with a man before. But but I'm not going to let you know because that's not important to know. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I think that some people would say that's OK. Because I don't have AIDS in. Let's go with that. So I've already got myself checked. You don't need to know that I had slept with another man. And I'm sorry. But if I was a woman, I would want to know if my husband slept with another man. Well, you'd want to know who they slept with, period. But but you were just saying, what were you saying? You were just saying that, you know, that, you know, you don't have to tell. And the reason why. Well, no, the, I didn't say you don't have to tell. I just said that there might be some things that are not relevant. Who you've slept with in the past, I think, is relevant. The details, maybe not. You, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 I can hear what you're saying when you're talking about details. However, we all tend to come with our own different set of rules. Your rules is the details, no. Another person's rules is maybe the details are important to them. Or maybe the gender is important to them. Or maybe how many is important to them and maybe another person, how many is not important. And so I just I just tend to think that I mean, I think ideally we full should. disclosure yeah. is just best. I, I do think so. I do think so. I'm just racking my brain for a scenario where um, that it would be something where you say, oh, that's this is a secret. I don't want to tell anybody. Right. Um, 
I, I really don't know. Maybe if they were put in the witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, don't want to be judgmental and dogmatic about it. I do. I can. I, your sentiments about saying, you know, you know, maybe not every detail. I can. I can. I'm feeling that what you're saying. But at the same time, I'm also looking at the other reality. And I'm not sure how to answer this. Maybe not in black and white. I can answer this. But I'm feeling as though most people come to it with whatever my secret is. It's an OK secret. And but that doesn't necessarily mean that the other person doesn't want to know. And so you I know just, what I goes. This is totally not the same situation, but I resonate with this. I think it goes back to what I heard from Dr. Laura one time when this person called in and said, um, I adopted my I don't know. Let's just say a son. I, I had adopted my son when he was a baby and now that he's graduating from high school i'm thinking that i should tell them that i was adopted and dr laura was like why and she was like because i think he needs to know she goes what would be the purpose she goes well so that he knows that he's adopted she goes what if somebody tells him what if right. he finds out and he'll feel betrayed and right and she was like um dr laura said is this person someone that he would want to get into contact with she just had a whole series of questions mm -hmm. and at the end of the day the consensus was that her telling her son was really not going to do anything for him at this point mm -hmm. that it was just going to be this information and it would jar his world it probably and yeah. especially at a transitional time like 18 right. when you're graduating and um she said why would you burden him with this don't get things off your chest mm -hmm. um and maybe it wasn't an adoption. It could have been maybe some other complicated thing like affair. I don't know something affair, where it was yeah. where it was it wasn't straightforward. And basically, it was like you know you don't need to share that with him. Jar his world right now, all to kind of ease your conscience. Think of mm -hmm. him first. And I really resonated with that because when a long time ago, really long ago, when I found out that my dad was not my brother. But in fact, my father, because I was being raised by my grandparents and I still remember the confusion and feeling like my world crumbled. And I was like so young. I really feel like I was like four or something or five. And I just was like, no, no, no. In my head, just like this is this is not right. Mm -hmm. And because he didn't act like a father, so I didn't really want him to be my father at the time. Mm -hmm. He was young still. So and I was, you know, a child. And so I sometimes think, I wonder how it would have been. I know this is ridiculous because, you know, our circumstance could not have stayed this way. But mm -hmm. I wondered how it would have been if I had just gone along with everybody else as if, you know, my grandparents or my parents and, and you he know, was your brother. Right. Mm -hmm. But of course, that was a different scenario. But the sentiment is it, there might be something that would just jar someone right. that would wreck their world. I don't know what it could be. So I don't mm -hmm. have an example that just may not be necessary to bring up. Right. Well, at the t you know, and it could be maybe with time, maybe. I don't know. It's a very hard question. It's a hard, it is. It definitely is a hard question. And I and I and I think that well, here's the one. What about if you like, let's say I had been with somebody else and I had had an abortion. Is that something that you need to know? Well, okay, let's and and here's and here's let's discuss that. Here are some reasons maybe why I would want to know. Well, yeah. If you sure. if you had an abortion, there's a high risk chance that you probably could end up 
not being able to carry a child. There may be some complications inside of your body and 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 pregnancy complications. And I may want to know that. If what that if we've was... already had like three children? Well, you see, the, the, the question that I was asking was more about like right before you're married and stuff oh, like see, that. Or you're getting married. That's not what you said, though. Well, actually, yeah, you're you keeping said, the secret. You said, do you think yeah. past relationship secrets should right. always be kept hidden? Well, always, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I'm just I'm just wondering, like, for instance, like I'm, in counseling sessions, there are so many challenges that comes from past relationships that was kept hidden or you know, that factor into some of the problems like a rape that a person went through or some type of abuse. And then when they get into this intimacy situation with their partner, they're wondering why their partner is, yeah. you know, struggling, you know, for so many years you and things really like that. You can't really go through these and things you can't, and be unscathed. It, it'll right. affect everything. And it can affect everything. And if that partner does not want to ever share and they want to keep that away from their partner, then they're not resolving it because they want to keep that secret, they're, they're so ashamed, then their, their sexual challenges never get resolved and that partner never gets the answers. So it's sort of like, man, it's, it's, it's a really tough one. And I feel as though if you're married to someone or if you're going to marry someone and you believe that that person truly loves you, then why don't you test that, that love out by giving them the information so that they can show their love so that when they say, I do, or if they have already said, I do, they can prove that they will love you for better or for worse and they can take you through this thing. And so my gut, even though I understand why somebody would want to hold back some information or feel that it may be irrelevant, my gut and my heart tells me that if love is true love, then test it and, and, and share whatever you have to share with that person. Well, I think that if you do have relationship secrets and you're about to get married, I think you should tell that person before you get married so that they at least have... They don't feel like you led them on or put them in a situation with this massive secret. Right. But don't share it too early. Too early. Oh, I was just about to say that because yeah. then how many people are you going to end Why, up sharing this right. big thing with? Why should you open up yourself like that to someone that you're just dating? Right. You have to almost test them to find mm -hmm. out whether they have the capacity to love you through that. And if you get the sense that they don't have the capacity, then maybe you should end it and not tell them. Exactly. If you, if you just, just end it and just let them deal with the burden because you already know their character and they just don't seem to have the character to be able to love you through whatever you're going through. And That's you can right. get that sense. Some people are just selfish and they don't have the capacity to love you through your complications. Don't even bother. Don't even bother. Just end it right there. Find someone who has proven themselves to you that they can love you through complications. That's right. Right. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, the next one is almost like it. It's almost like the same question, but it's it's a little bit different. It is, do you think confessions make a relationship stronger? Should a person always confess cheating? You you brought up almost a situation with Dr. Laura. Tell me a little bit about that. And then and then do, do you actually think that a person can, should ever keep that secret of cheating on their partner? Okay, so this is a little different. This is like, Something happened like during the relationship. During, yes, during and the relationship. So now, should you confess? Yes, for sure. Always. Yes. Okay. Why? Because I heard some people say that you shouldn't. Like, like you right. just said. Like I've heard. Like Dr. Laura. I've says, even heard like, Dr. Laura why, say. Why don't? Why like are you going to burden that person if you're never going to do it again? Yes, you I've have heard her ended, say that a few times. And if you have ended the relationship, and then she says, like, why put just because it's out of your heart and you're burning up. You're just unloading so that you'll feel good. Well, you're just going to ruin that other person. I just think that if you're in a marriage and that person did that, I think you have the right to know the right. You know, marriage is 
um, like if you define in the Bible, you know, your body is not your husband's body. Your husband's body is not your body. And you need to know where your body's been. And so I believe Ooh. that you should know every time. It's relevant. It's relevant and it is absolutely uh, something you have to do. How can you have true reconciliation? How can you have true um, how can you have a true relationship without the whole truth? I need to know. You need to know. It might be hard. Don't expect the person to like thank you for it. Don't expect them to not get angry. You know, if you tell me something, don't sit there and then get mad at me for my reaction. Let me have my time. Let me have my space. Right. Give it time. I think sometimes we want to rush the person in their um, coping. You know, hurry up. It's been a day or a right. week. Right. No. One, if we have to separate a year, then we have to do that. Mm -hmm. Because you don't know, my healing might not be as fast as yours based on my whole circumstance in life. But I think it's absolutely paramount that when something does occur, whether it's not just cheating, but like someone could gamble the money away. Right. Somebody could have... Um, just done something that has really let your partner down that exactly. you know is a violation and it was a... One if you, yeah, one if you're, you're depending on your spouse to file your taxes and for some reason you weren't involved and, now, and then they didn't file it for like five odd years. And now the, and now the government is coming. Should your husband just keep it a secret or your right. spouse just keep it a secret? Like any violation of any type Exactly. Whether sexual or non-sexual with somebody romantically or outside of that, you know, you killed somebody, you know, whatever you um, accident or, you know, hit and run. Like you should not be keeping secrets. No. You know, you you need to let your partner know it's a spiritual thing when you're married. And when a violation takes place on any kind, it's almost like your body, your spirit knows that something is wrong. Oh, yeah. And it will not resolve until you get clarification on that particular thing. It changes you to keep a secret. It changes the relationship. You're mm -hmm. not fully in the same relationship no. if you're keeping a secret. No. Especially a secret of violation of any magnitude. You know, um, me and Rita, we have this thing where we would call it, you know, most people play truth or dare. But <laughs> we started early in our relationship to play this game. It's not truth or dare. We just skip the dare. We used to say <laughs> truth say or dare. Truth. And then the person would be like, okay, dear. Right. No, no, just truth. It was just like, so we ended up just calling it truth or truth. And it was just like this game we played where every now and then we check in with the other person as to, is there anything that you have not told me that is on your conscience that but you need to tell? We haven't played for years. And I think the reason why some, we did that. Rita? Was we were Truth or truth. Are you serious? No, I'm just uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> And the, I think the reason why we really didn't, why we did that back then is because we were really young. And so that was still kind of like our juvenile way of saying, let's talk about everything. Plus, we had met and married each other so fast. We didn't know each other. That, yeah, that it was like, hmm, let me still get to know him. How honest is this person? Like I said, we haven't done that in years now if anything happens we just talk to them we just talk to each other you know right. we just we, let we each other don't, know we, we don't, don't have do to that. do the preamble right but but it was it was just a unique way and, and like you said a little juvenile but it was our way of kind of checking in with each other because we didn't really know each other so right but um but nevertheless i think that we both would agree that um you really cannot be keeping uh secrets in your marriage you need to confess and when you confess, it gives the other person the opportunity to hold you accountable and it makes you a better person. So if there's something that you're struggling with, something that you're going through, something that you're challenged with, 
when you allow your partner in on the situation, it puts another head. This is another head that can be put together to help you through whatever you're going through. So, you know, you kind of you kind of like not permitting your partner to prove their love to you. You're thinking that they're too weak to be able to handle whatever it is that you have to say. And that's you know, that's you're, you're shortchanging your relationship and you're shortchanging your partner. Marriage was never meant to be this thing where it's just perfect. It was meant to it, it does get dirty and things happen and challenges happen. And you have to permit your partner to love you through even the difficult times. Don't don't insult your partner to make it look like they can't get over things. Me and Rita have gone through some challenging things and those challenging things has made our love deeper and it has allowed our trust to grow deeper because we were able to witness that person struggling through hurt, through pain, and they were able to prove their love that they're able and they're capable of loving. So, um, yeah, you just don't don't do that to your relationship. Test your love. Allow your love to be tested. Uh, don't go out and do something on purpose. But definitely, if you have battled something and you're struggling with something or you're going through something, Get the help that your partner, that's why your partner was made to help you, to help you up. When we fall, we, we pick each other up. So we, we, we both agree with that one. Okay, Rita, we're coming down to number 10. And um, I don't know, you're like Rita's sweating right now. I'm hot. <laughs> She's in the hot seat. <laughs> <It's> hot. <laughs> okay. Um, I need you to answer this, Rita. Which love song best describes our relationship? Oh, man. I don't know, man. We never really had a song. You know how some couples have a song? Mm -hmm. We never really had a song. I mean, we had lots of songs that we like to sing together. And whenever we go in, on memory lane and reminisce, we, we there's like a ton of songs that oh, we like to jam to. I know to. one. I know one. What's that? All My Life by Casey and JoJo. You just like Casey and JoJo. She just likes Jodeci. <laughs> no, I loved that she song. She loves Jodeci. I love that this song. This is not our song. This is just a song <laughs> you like. <laughs> no, the reason why I, I think that song would be something more comparable to like our relationship song mm -hmm. is because it has nothing to do with you cheated on me and I forgive you and, and um, you know, where were you? And it doesn't have to deal with, you know, sex and right. all of that. It has to do with just, you know, I found my love. Oh. Yeah, I love that. All my love, I waited for one like All my you, life. and I thank God that I finally found you. Yes, I love that song. She what, doesn't what like me you? singing it though. No. I know you prefer Jodeci. You always like the one with the bug eyed. What's it? No, I did not. Isn't that your favorite? Martha, you know that's not true. <laughs> You're just making jokes now. You know that's not true. The guy with the veins in his neck. <laughs> that is not true. You like when he strains to no, get that? No, no, that one out. and no. <laughs> I like Devante. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Devante swing. Yeah, you're enjoying that too much. Let's go back <laughs> to flirting. You know what? That's another question. What? No, actually, I don't know. Oh, well, what love song would you say? Um, I like I like Avant. You know, um, my first love. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's nice. I like Avant. That's that's I, I, I and you know what the first the first words is the silhouette of her face, her perfect face starts off. I don't really know that song that well. I thought it was his other song and I was like, what? Silhouette of a perfect face. It oh, just starts now off. I know it. Yes. It yes. Off. Well, that's a nice song. I love that song. And it just reminds me of you. Silhouette Aww. of a perfect face. 
We're getting so sappy over here. Right. All right, last question. What is it? Okay, last question, Rita. Answer this, Rita. What's the one thing about me you'd like to change? This is such a well, hard question for, for Rita. Well, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Join us a, Monday through Friday. This is such a hard question because I'm telling you, Rita has a ton of things. I mean, it's like a list. It's too many things. Well, um, first of all. Wow. Whoa. Oh, where do I go? Let's see. Woo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like the I like the way you are. I think you compliment me. You know, I think if anything, this is a very shallow thing, but I I I would if I could change one thing. No, I'm just joking. Okay. I was gonna bleep it out. Oh, oh, is that what that was? I thought it was a buzzer. Like, I was done. Um, I'm sure everybody else was confused. Like She what? actually said it, guys. And oh, my goodness, you would really want to know this. I am so sorry. Oh, you're nervous now, huh? Because you you're wondering what I'm going to say. No, I think the only thing is that um, not only because I think we have multiple things that each one of us would change. Mm-hmm. Um. And not like because the person is awful or something, but just maybe that would we feel might make us even more compatible. And one of those things was I kind of wish we were both on the same page with how we like to spend like our free time. Yeah. Meaning like you like to like you and I are sometimes so opposite in that way. Right. Because I like to go you know? out. I'll go shopping. I'll go get some food. Right. I'll like You'll to drive go run around. errands. I'll drive around. And I like to read. Go for a walk outside. Right. I like to read. I like to watch movies. I like to, you know, just do things like I'm a homebody. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel that where I could watch a series on Netflix. You're just like, eh, I don't want to watch it. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, but OK, then let's read this book. And you're like, is it on Audible? And then even if it is, you're just kind of like, eh, this is not your thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I not and not everybody is a reader. And I, you know, it's OK. But I think that I think I would like it if we both read more right. together or had. But we, we have, though. That's the thing. Relationship we a goals, book club. folks. Relationship goals. We started a book club, though, right. in our home. Right. So. And part of the reason why I want to do that is because I know that reading is really important to you. Rita has so many stories to tell. That's why we gather around her. She reads so much that we she just always has a good story to tell. But then so. also, I know that for me, I know that you wanted me to be more social. And so, guys. And we're starting to do that Over now. the past, I would say, year. Mm-hmm. We're starting year to do half, that. Year and a half. I have. We have thrown so many dinners and get togethers that that is just beyond who I am. Like mm-hmm. it is hard for me because I but, love to have people over and cook. And and for and, me, I was always like really shy growing up. I never really wanted parties. I was always paranoid. What if nobody comes? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just was not my thing. But the more I do it, the more it actually from the first time we started doing it, I started going, hey, I like this. This is fun. I was right. always worried, though, for some. I think I was so insecure that I was always like, Will they no like will me? Will they mm-hmm. want to come? Will they like our food? What will they say about my house? You know, stuff like that. Right. And now I'm just so relaxed. And I've been able to meet some really beautiful people. Yeah, just we've through made our dinners, some really great friends. And we've made some friends. And I'm just loving it. And then I'm now like, okay, so when's our next dinner? Right. So between the book club and having more dinners, I think we've 
come we're together coming more together and more. that's for sure i remember when i never used to like tv never used to like movies i'd just be like no, you know I'd what you would say anti. you would say like let's just read the bible i like reading the bible for fun <laughs> and i'd be like okay okay pastor mitchell and i'd be like why can't we just watch this thing you know and you're just like no this is of the devil and i mean i'm just like oh my goodness can we just relax here yeah but i i totally totally watch way more movies with you yeah and you shows. do like you I'm, do I'm when you're not sleeping through it but yeah i'm completely relaxed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah we're merging together yeah it's fun yeah well that was fun in the hot seat you right. are going to be in the hot seat tomorrow so how about me i what do i want to change about you no that you can also ask that's number 10 for tomorrow oh okay yeah all right yeah oh boy you better think uh, hard uh, uh, but not too long right <laughs> <laughs> um guys it was fun it was, it was fun, fun talking and thanks for joining us yeah Join us again Monday through Friday. Show notes are found at theonyxlife.com, where you can also submit questions through our Ask Us section. Join our Facebook, The Onyx Life. Follow us on Twitter, at The Onyx Life, and on Instagram, at The Onyx Life Official. Now go and live that Onyx Life, where change comes with challenge. See you next time.